Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, which we take the time to speak with small act executives right after they put out more news. Guess who's back? Bernard, Chairman CEO, HPQ Silicon, trades on the venture under HPQ. He hasn't been back in a whole like 15 days or something like that. So we're wondering where he went. But uh, for those who knew the story, 15 trading days. Yeah, 15, 15 trading days. I know it's Did long. Did you find the yeah. on button? Did you find the on button? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I told you, I didn't find the on button, I find the mute button. For those of you who are new to the story, we know it's going to be a lot of you because, uh, look, we're we're doing this on Thursday just for the close and and there's like eight and a half million shares traded or something. So we know there's a lot of new audience here. So for those of you who knew, HBQ is a Canadian producer uh, and they're of innovative silicon solutions and they're building a portfolio, literally, of unique, high value specialty silicon products that are needed for the renewable energy uh, uh, race. Uh, and, and they're doing it with two world renowned technology partners. More than just lip service, HPQ Nano received its first order for spherical nano silicon material from a major auto manufacturer. And they've got an NDA with at least two players in the space that we know of. And Bernard's kind of hinted that maybe more. So today's press release, HPQ Gen 1 Nano Silicon Reactor exceeds expectations, produces sub-100 nanometer spherical nanopowder and nanowires. Bernard, welcome back to the show, man. Thanks. I know, I know it's been long, 15 trading days since the last time I issued a press release. Oh, my <laughs> God. Well, you, you kept us all on uh, uh, in suspense, yeah. so we're, we're glad you came out of your uh, out of your hibernation cave. All kidding aside, though, there are going to be new people yeah. on here, okay? Yeah. What, before we get into the press release, explain mm -hmm. to them in just layman's terms a minute, what's the importance? What the hell is spherical nanopowder and spherical, you know, silicon spherical nanopowders and, and nanowires? What are the, why are those important? Why should we care? Okay, let, let's go one step forward. Silicone is a much better material than graphite at allowing charging batteries. So it's, it's looking to be used in battery area. Uh, when you do a battery, it's basically you squish the material, roll into it. So the sphericality is, is the fact that you can better compact it. It's the same thing with spherical titanium powder that, that Pyro developed and everything else. When you have a material spherical, it's easier to compress, pack into it. Okay. So that's, that's one of the key advantages of being a spherical. But the other thing is silicone, like I won't get into too much of it. But fundamentally, it's a much better product to do batteries, okay, to do anodes for batteries than graphite. It has a better capacity to retain energy and it charges faster. You cannot have a fast charging batteries without having silicone into it. The counterpoint of it and why what we're doing is so important is that silicone does have a few drawbacks. That's why it's not yet readily available in the battery space. Uh, one of them is the fact that it expands and contracts as it goes through different charging cycles. Uh, what the literature and the science has demonstrated is yet you need very, very small, very, very small particles of silicone uh, to offset the problem, or you have to have, you know, or you need porous silicone into it. The threshold seems to be 150 nanometers or small. Okay. Um, but that's, to be totally honest, I've spoken to so many battery manufacturers that everyone has their own recipe and everyone can deal balances on and off. All right. But, you know, that's that. That's why we, we advertised historically that our goal was to make something between 200 nanometers to five microns. The reason why is, you know, from our discussion with, with industry participants, we figured out that's where the market was. So, so and in, in, a, in a nutshell, 
just for this, just for the battery application, that's what I'm talking about. I, I could, I, you know, I, I could blabber on, on on many other applications, but we'll just keep it for, for batteries today. And and Tesla kind of uh, Tesla supports that, validates that, obviously, with what they said on Battery Day. Uh, if you can maybe just yeah, well, basically, you know, it, it, what happened really to silicon is the following: it left the uh, the white codes of the labs, okay, to enter the public domain as the, the next in thing with regard to batteries, either in a pure form alone or in a graphite combined form, okay? What happened in battery days is it became prime time. Uh, a, the advantage of HPQ is that we've been involved for six years in this space, in this material, and we control through our different technologies, different things that put us, position us really unique so when we say we have innovative silicone solution, we're not we're not joking. Um, fundamentally, you know, historically, all the materials to make high high uh, to make nanoparticles of silicone uh, are very very expensive. That's why it sells right now for twenty thousand dollars more a kilogram. Yeah, but that's not, that's not a price that battery manufacturers are willing to pay. They've they've clearly set it out publicly. They're not willing to pay more than what graphite is costing them presently. Even though there's more advantage using material, you know, they're they're very stuck on. on, on and that. that's and that's where you guys make all the difference because, together with Pyro, you uh, you're able to produce at a cost that are lower than all the traditional makers of silicon, correct? Yeah. When we started this this nano reactor project, uh, which we're talking about the the positive result today, from the get go we understood the dynamics of the market. Okay, we understood the material we're looking to replace. We understood the the bell curve or the curve that goes on at the development curve. All right. So at the beginning, you know, the prices are crazy and then, then they go crashing down. So and, and everybody, you know, everybody tries to bet what's going to be the right price, and then they always get it wrong. So from the beginning, I sort of figured out let's make sure that from the get-go, we're always going to be the lowest cost producer. Um, and I strongly believe that we're developing a strategy to to, to implement this. Why? Well, one reason. Uh, whichever silicone solution out there end up winning, okay, it start with what's known as silicone metal, which is the first transformation of quartz to silicone metal. That with our first technology we've developed, we've developed a much more efficient process to do it, to do the higher high purity, like 4N purity in one step, much cheaper, uh, much more compact and everything else, so smaller capping. So the entrance of Everybody else in the industry, okay, is going to be more expensive than our own internal. That's already one thing we control. Second of all, we're working pyrogenesis. They have what uh, twenty-five years of experience in, in spherical nanopowder, in metallic powders. Okay, so it's not something that's out of the blue. So when you bring those those all those strengths together, what we're developing, you get the type of result we published today. So now let's move on to your quote, because mm -hmm. uh, that's where you say something kind of profound there, and it's in the headline too. But with the Gen One Pure Vap uh, now operational and exceeding expectations from the start, mm -hmm. that's the part I want to talk about. HPQ is now uniquely positioned to be at the forefront of low-cost manufacture of nano silicon for batteries and other applications. I mean, that's a pretty bold statement. But first, let's talk about. The fact that the reactor is exceeding expectation from the start. I'm sure Cheryl is going to be happy to hear that. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you feel about that? Were you pleasantly surprised? Were you expecting that? Uh, and how important it is right off the bat to be expe- exceeding your expectations during the commissioning phase? To be totally honest, the first test, the first commissioning test, the goal was to produce, you know, around it. Basically, the goal was to say, can we really make the 200 nanometers that we advertise? Okay, so because, you know, making it smaller is more difficult than making it bigger. So you, we might as well get from the beginning, figure out how to do it the hardest part and, and then move on. So everything was designed to do 200 nanometers and we realized it worked better than we thought and we produced the, 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 the sub 100 nanometers, which is, which is very, very exciting because it opens up different market in addition to battery space too. So that's, you can't, you can't be that because the reality is commissioning tests are old. There's always problems because it's normal. It's just the first time you turn the machine, you know, we're all the, you know, for us, non-engineer, non-scientist, not PhD, uh, you know, you figure you turn on the machine, you put the on button and you get the material. It's, it's an overly simplified perspective, yeah. but say you, the know, least. you turn the machine, turn four cranks and get everything going. I shouldn't say that. I said that once and people said something, but fundamentally, that's what it is. So we're, we're now at that phase with I find the most exciting, which is, okay, we started, the machine works, the process works, the concept works. We, we did better than we thought. Okay, let's figure it out now. To, how, how are we going to, you know, fine tune it to, to perfection? And as we do this, we'll be ready to scale it up. We're already, like, we're already thinking scaling it up. So this, this, is, this is why, the, you know, if we have done 200 nanometers, I would have been very happy. People have to realize that the picture we did at the proof of concept were 500 nanometers. So that's saying, one. Yeah, that's the one that led to the phone ringing because you. That, put, that's you the one that led to the phone. It was, it was 500 nanometers, an average of 500 nanometers. So it'd been some bigger, so some smaller, but it's basically an average of 500 nanometers. Um, and the industry and the the literature and the scientists um, were talking about you need below 150 nanometers. So. You have to realize that going from 500 nanometers to 200 nanometers is a massive freaking job. Okay. Uh, so we put the bar pretty high and we went, okay. So now we got to work the other way around, which is fine. But now, you know, as, as everything else, the machine doesn't blow up the first two times we try it, we're, we're a good start. That, that's, that's why it's called R&D, research and destroy. Not my job, uh, but it'll be a part of it. Um, let's talk about the, or the order from the global auto manufacturer mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was announced in November, December. Yeah. Is, are you with this, with this run, are you able to fill that pre-order? No. And, and we, we said it in press release. and fundamentally the, the reason is pretty simple. Um, you know, everybody has their own specification, what they're looking for. It's the first test. So it's not the optimum. You know, I, I'll go back to Peter's quote. It says, um, we're looking to produce qualified samples. Okay. Those are our first material. They're not going to be our best material. Uh, I'm not going to send not my best material. But this being said, now that we got the machine working, now it's working the, the way it is. Um, it's it's, it's, it's going to move, move ahead. It's perfect. The key point is, to start the testing process, we had to figure out what's the minimum barrier the system has to do. We had to deal that with first because that's the biggest hurdle. Okay, that's literally the biggest issue. Making it smaller is more difficult. Yeah, right? everything. I mean, um... Every, everything is, is is more difficult. So our low cost processor, which we've designed, has made that size material. So the implications are are massive in in in, in other areas. So we're pretty excited about that. 
Now it's just a question of fine tuning the machine, getting it to work a bit better. Um, and then we'll produce it. So it's going to be a week, two weeks, three weeks. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not giving out delay. I'll, I'll come into it because, because the machine works. It's as simple as that because the process works, the machine works. And the guys at Pyrogenesis, I, I, I've worked with them for, for so many years. I understand how the R&D process works. This is why I, I took some time in a press release to explain what, what differentiates us from everybody else. The idea is when you're working at this level, you try to figure out all the science about all the control and everything else as at a scale that you know basically people can play with and understand. Then you gradually scale it up and then you, you figure out what's the problem with scaling up. But if, if you do control scaling up, there's no really big issue. So having this size of machine for us, the feedback loop is very, very quick. We do the test, we analyze the material, we figure it out, okay, we do this improvement and, and we do another test, we figure it out. So, you know, at one point, you know, right now, we run a series of tests and we have to readjust the machine, fiddle around, figure out a few things. We're restarting new tests. We're gonna probably do a test a week. And then once it's gonna get better, we go about two, three tests, two, two, two tests a week, maybe three tests a week. And then, and bang, it goes. So, so it's only gonna get like, better. It's of course the key point is to understand is we set the bar here and we, we figure out we wanted to work with that and we went here 100 nanometers let sub it's sub 100 nanometers you don't, you don't get very excited like you're you got some big smiles you're excited you're happy you don't so we're is this one of those few times where you were you know clearly really happy about the fact that you're able to go sub 100 nanometers it seems like it's a big deal for you um for me, just a big deal being able to produce it, getting to work was very exciting. The sub 100 nanometers for me in my head more, has more to do with other applications, okay, than, than batteries and everything else. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, no, it's just that the system works. Like the reality is we were looking to do between 100 to 200 nanometers material. We did between 100 and smaller. So that's cool. That brings out another series of events because, you know, I was joking if we're doing 200 nanometers, it's two COVID. Now we're down to one COVID side. <laughs> um, but, yeah. When do you think, I'm just thinking out loud what the investors are thinking at home while they're watching this. When do you think you'll be in a position to produce bigger uh, spherical nanopowders and nanowires in order to be able to fulfill uh, that order, because I'm sure I'm sure people. Well, that, that, it's, it's usually a question for for us to figure out the um, basically we figure out the low. Now, now we got to work on scaling it, scaling it up bigger, 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 and then once we get the size they want, we'll we'll ship it to them. It's, it's as simple as that. It's just we have to start somewhere. Okay, you can't start in the middle of the size yeah. you're trying to do. You got to start with the more difficult one because once you figure it out, all the more difficult one, the other one's going to become theoretically easier to do. Um, as I go back, the, the proof of concept image we showed was 500 nanometers. So the guy was interested in the material I've, I've done there. But, you know, since we knew that we needed to go smaller, we, well, we designed the system to go small. And, we, you know, we, we exceeded expectation. And now we're going to be moving the other way. So, you know, it's, it's finished. Because if we would have done like 500 nanometers at the beginning, we would have delivered the material to the guy. But we would still have to figure out how to get it lower. So it's better, better to get the uh, yeah. better to get the vegetables out of the way first, and then have dessert after. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the key point. Yeah, that's, in, that's, in the long term awesome. perspective, awesome. which uh, you know, for some people, long term is is considered between you know the, you know be, between morning and noon. But in my long term perspective, you know, it's the best outcome that, that we could have reached. 
Congratulations, Brad. That's, I mean, that, that, that's really cool. I want to address the 800-pound uh, elephant in the room, which is why are you wearing a shirt and tie? Oh, uh, because it was Last both. couple of times I had ugly Christmas sweaters and you're a hit and, uh, and now you're wearing a shirt and tie. What's going on? Well, first of all, I wanted to see if I still fit in those freaking things because <laughs> since, since freaking COVID, like, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's like tight as everything else. I decided to torture myself. No, actually, this morning was a Bose Goldfield um, AGM. So I thought I would wear a tie, not knowing that according to Zoom etiquette, wearing a tie is very bad, but I still decided to do it. I'm a rebel. Okay. That's what the one it is. Well, um, eventually, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be looking back and coming back at some funny, funny. Yeah, trip. because I, a lot I, of people. I want to confuse people. A lot of people are factoring to their um, valuation models of HPQ Silicon, the spin out of BernardsUglySweaters.com. So we don't want to suddenly, you know, say we're taking a write down on that. Last question for you. Can you give investors a bit of, um, I'm not asking for timelines, but how does, and I don't want to say how does the rest of the year look? Cause that's just, you know, the way HBQ is moving. That's almost like to ask you to talk about a decade, but how does the company look like moving forward the next six months between now and June? You know, what are the kind of things and, and you don't have to give us a bullet point, every single thing, but what are some of the big picture things that you want to move along uh, let's say over the next six months and that investors should kind of be looking forward towards. Oh, it's going to be a busy six months. <laughs> it's going to be a busy six months. <laughs> Having learned that, you know, for us timeline and R and D projects are sort of like more guesstimation than, than, than exact science. Um, there's a lot of things I'm working on uh, with Pyro and with other entities that I, we're, we're, we're keeping under wrap until we come closer to, to, to being able to talk about them. That's one of the things. Two, we're entering what I consider the most fun part, which is, you know, R&D testing back and forth, coming in and out, coming in and out, you know, figuring out, getting results, getting discussion. Um, I'm going to end up have my brain racks up because I'll probably end up having like freaking Zoom meeting with 17 PhD. The advantage with Zoom now is I can shut off my cameras and fall asleep. Because before, when it was in in person meeting, you know, you would see me doze off with those. Do, do, <laughs> I, I get enough to get the jest. It's just like you know, there, there's what? enough. There's, there's yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the concept. Just give me, a, just give me a second here. <laughs> but uh, you know what, man? Yeah, but you uh, took a young picture there. It's like a, that. That's a while ago. But but that, that's, back, that's a while ago. It's great but, to see you having fun, though, Bernard. It's like really great. Like I think that really transcends in this interview that this is, oh, uh, you know, this is this is a milestone as you as you called it, and uh, and congratulations on that. And uh, you know, make sure not to leave us for another fifteen whole trading days, right? We want to have you back sooner if we if we can. But uh, congratulations on this, and can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Uh, if you want last word, obviously take it. Is there anything that we missed or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just I just want to say, you know, like. We know we know what we're doing. We we understand where it's going. Are you sure you're recording this? I'm not seeing any button telling you recording. Don't tell me I have to do it again. I'm recording because <laughs> I don't want to have to do this again. It's like, come on, like, I can't come. On. No, it's like there's a technique to there's a there's a technique to my madness, and I think in this year's proven now. It it took me a few years to figure it out, but it it is there. And the reality, and the one last point is going to be, this year is going to be so much fun. I think it's the beginning of so much fun here is that renewable energy, clean tech, those type, those type of things are going to be hot for many, many years. And we're at the forefront of it. And we're like years ahead of everybody else. Um, 
I know other companies are talking about, you know, putting, doing um, combined material with silicone and everything else. But once they start figuring out how do I get the silicone at lab scale, it's so freaking easy. Once you start getting industrial scale, <laughs> have fun. You're going to have to come knocking on my door. And on that note, because you said that, I got to give you a follow on, which is yesterday was a pretty important day. Politics aside, Joe Biden is inaugurated U.S. president. First thing he does is kill the Keystone uh, pipeline. Second thing he does is rejoin the Paris Treaty Accord. So clearly, America is going to lead the green charge in the next four years. Um, so from a, from a political point of view and a policy point of view, that should also provide some tailwind to, uh, to HPQ. As, as, it seems like it just, it's, it's going to accelerate now. It's it's just going to accelerate. It's going to it's going to attract more eyes to what we're doing. But we've been doing it before. We were doing it when nobody was interested. So it's just more fun that we're having into it. But the reality is, like you know, like when we started with solar four or five years ago, it it, it wasn't there. And now the reality, the thinking, and, and and those type of things. So I think it's it's more than just that. It's in the investment community. It's in everything else. There's so much, you know. There's a lot of talk about green stuff. Okay, but there's not too many people doing the walk. We're one of the few companies that's doing the walk. So one of the few companies that if you're really talking about being green, you're gonna have to come come visit us. That's 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 what that's the simplest way of putting it. Okay, if if you're talking green and you're investing in in mutual funds that are in oil, forget it. Just go in funds like us, and eventually there'll be there'll be funds looking at you know technology companies like like us, and and that's gonna coming in. The beauty of it is we're starting to come up with material results that are game-changing low cost producing 100 nanometers 100 nanometers material that's big i can't think of a better way to end off my man congratulations i love the smiles i love that this year is going to be fun and uh most of all i love the fact that you and power genesis uh pulled off something pretty good producing sub 100 nanometer spherical nanopowders and nanowires i mean that's that's fantastic and uh can't wait to have you back my friend have a Thank great you. day. Thanks. To everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast via Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite or your favorite podcast uh, platform. To Bernard Turion, Chairman CEO of HPQ, the trades on the Venture Exchange on the stock symbol HPQ. And uh, for those of you who knew and you got to do your due diligence, get to Agoracom, start your due diligence first there. Then from Agoracom, click over to HPQ Silicon. You definitely got to do that to do your due diligence. And remember, for those of you who don't know, uh, HPQ has a CO verified form on Agoracom, which means Bernard himself with the check mark, we verified that's him. He's responding, he's engaging to investors. So if you have some questions, good questions, uh, then make sure you get there and ask Bernard. Because to, to us, anytime you have that kind of access and transparency, that alone speaks volumes. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. See you next time.